0: Hey Jims, hey gents, it's your girl Natima sheree queen pain of TGI and the Diamond Riders, back with a new episode of Hustle and Shine. It has been so long, I miss y'all. How y'all doing? Hopefully, y'all will get in here soon. But y'all know we did move to a new format, we only got 30 minutes, so I ain't got time to wait for y'all tonight. Normally, I would. I love y'all, I know some of y'all be late, it don't be on purpose. But Tina can't wait the night. I got to jump right in. I got announcements. I got some updates for y'all. And I got a good topic. Now, bear with me because I prepared this episode based on our old format when I had like 59 minutes and some, and some change. But now that I only got like 30 minutes and no change, I, I had to really abbreviate this. So possibly have to do a part two. Um, so yeah, so y'all bear with me, I'm gonna try my best to get through this and abbreviate the best I can without missing really, really good parts. I will engage with you in the comments as always. So if you're here and you want me to recognize that you're here, go ahead and show some love, drop those diamonds in the chat. My diamond writers, I hope you're here. Drop those diamonds. My gems, drop those diamonds if you are here. Um, so like I said, I got some announcements for y'all and then I'm gonna get into the topic. Uh, so let me look. Let me open my phone because I'm keeping my notes on my phone now. Look who done stepped up in 2023. No more paper. She doing she doing phone notes now. Keeping them in there. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I need a sip of water. I gotta tell y'all a funny story real quick. So I'm doing my mommy my mommy routine this evening. I'm in the middle of multitasking. I'm trying to feed my daughter and eat something before I got on the show. And so I had, you know, some salmon and a baked sweet potato. Because every now and again, I treat myself and eat something sweet. So I added, you know, my butter, my brown sugar. I went to add my cinnamon and didn't pay attention to what I was reaching. And I sprinkled cayenne pepper on my damn sweet potato. Y'all. Now, mind you, I still didn't smell it. I, I don't know if I got a cold or what. Still did not smell the cayenne pepper until I tasted it and was like, what? What the hell? This this what evil must taste like. It was the worst. Don't ever put cayenne pepper on your sweet potato. I, I had to sage the house. I, I said, I don't let a demon in here. Like It was horrible. So I threw it away and just ate my little piece of salmon. And now I'm eating my fruit. Look, y'all, this is my, this is my portion of fruit tonight. Don't judge me. There's strawberry, cherry, and watermelon in here. I'm having my fruit. But anyway, let me get to these announcements so I can start my show. Uh, first off, Valid Transparency, that is the newest anthology coming from the Diamond Writers. We are dropping that on April 25th. Y'all stay tuned. We are not doing pre-orders. I repeat, we are not doing pre-orders. So when it drops on the 25th, you can head to Amazon, Barnes & Noble's DiamondWriters.com and grab your copy. If you would like an autographed copy, From all of the diamonds, just make sure that you let us know that when you purchase it, and we'll have it shipped to us. We'll get it signed for you, and then we'll ship it to you. Or you can show up to our event, the Diamond Standard ATL, going down May 21st. I cannot wait, y'all. I really cannot wait to share this with this new city, my new home. So we're super excited, bringing all this shine right here to ATL. If you're not local, catch that flight. I think uh, what's the what's the, the the airline the IHOP of airlines um not not Spirit what's the other one because Spirit is the, the Dollar Tree of, of airlines what's the IHOP of airlines uh whatever one they got this three hundred dollar deal where you can fly to Social Season for three ninety nine okay unlimited so y'all grab that so that y'all can come down to the Diamond Standard ATL on May twenty first we got three ticket options. You can be a crystal, a jewel, or a gem. We prefer that you come and be a gem. But whatever one is in your budget, we just want to see you there. So make sure y'all share that. Tell your friends. Tell your local gems. Tell your out-of-state gems. Just let folks know that the diamonds is bringing the shine to the ATL, and we want you there. All right? So those are my announcements. Um. So tonight, family, I really just want to talk. It's my first episode back after my hiatus, my leave of absence, my break, whatever y'all want to call it. This is my first episode back. And so I don't want to, you know, have a a difficult conversation. I really just want to talk about some things that are on my heart as it relates to the BIPOC community. Now, y'all know Mel V is the truth teller. Mel V brings the truth every single month. I am your accountability pusher. And so tonight is all about accountability as it relates to us. So I was reading an article, which y'all know I do. That is not new to come out of my mouth. Um, y'all know I'm always reading. But I was reading an article and it was actually titled The Flawed Logic of Black Excellence. Um, and why this article resonated with me so, so much was because the author describes how our shows, you know, our media outlets, our, our sitcoms, anything that's related to the BIPOC community or targets the BIPOC community, even commercials, it's always full of glitz and glam. It's never sophistication or class. It's always glitzy, glamorous, you know, over the top, overspending. It, it's it's almost like, how do I say like, it's it's always like dangling glitter in our faces. Buy this, get this, do this, you need this. But there's never that same angle when it comes to, you know, promoting something in the white community or in the Jewish community, or, you know, even in the Hispanic community, it's always in the black community. Use glamor, use glitz, use money, use riches, use items, use tangibles to get their attention. And so she goes on to talk about, you know, um, how we unfortunately somehow believe that because now we have millionaires in the black community, which only makes up 2% of the wealthy, by the way, y'all could do the math on that. Okay. Um, yeah. So the few millionaire and billionaire black folks, they're only 2%. That ain't a lot. You don't, you don't got to be a math genius to know that that's not a lot. And so what I want to talk about tonight is where did we lose our way? When did the the definition and the logic behind Black excellence become flawed by this insatiable desire to have stuff? Like our magic has nothing to do with the stuff that we possess or the cars that we drive or the restaurants we can eat at and the neighborhoods that we can now live in. Those things are awesome, but that has nothing to do with what makes us great why we're excellent. And so I wanna talk a little bit about that. I wanna talk about, you know, how we've really traded intangibles to give our children the tangible things in life. And there's nothing wrong with that, but where it's become a problem is that that's all we're giving them. Here, here's some sneakers. Here's, you know what I'm saying, a coat. Here's, you know, um, a new purse. Like my, my teenager is 14. And she got more Telfar bags than I do. I don't even think I have one. Actually. Think? No, I don't have one at all. And she has several. And I'm not knocking her stepmother and her father for buying them for her, but she's 14. Why does she need multiple of those purses? I remember a while ago, um, Cardi B was, you know, trending in social media because she bought her daughter, Culture, a, um, a Birkin purse. And she was two that baby only needed a Minnie Mouse person, she would have been just fine because she was two. But again, somehow we have confused our ability to acquire things and to have things and to be able to post that we have these things as excellent. I was talking to um, this young lady. I was in the mall with my daughters. It was a couple of weekends ago. We were in uh, Sugarloaf Mall. I think that's what it's called. I'm still learning this area. And there was a teenage girl and um, she was talking to a friend of hers about something she had just bought. She was like, yes, I was able to buy this. And, you know, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. And so I was like, what made you say that? Because y'all know me. I'm nosy. I don't care. I'll jump in. Like double dutch. I don't got to wait for the invite. I'm going to jump in. So I said, may I ask you what made you say that you are your ancestors' wildest dreams? And she was like, because I'm buying stuff they could have never dreamed about buying. And I was like, okay, because you're purchasing things. And she was like, yup, they couldn't buy this kind of stuff. They couldn't even shop in malls like this. And I was like, you are absolutely correct. But that has nothing to do with why you are our ancestors' wildest dreams. It's the fact that, you know, who you are and what they've persevered through and who you've been able to become as a result of their perseverance is what makes you their wildest dreams. I know that my grandparents are proud of the things that I'm doing with my life and the woman that I've become because of their prayers, their hard work, their sacrifices, their commitments, their loyalty to our family. Those are the things that they look at me and say, wow, look what my grandbaby has accomplished. Look what she's doing. And they are a part of that. And so I just really want to help us. Change our mind about what we value, change our minds about what we consider Black girl magic and Black excellence. It literally cannot be purchased, it cannot be bought. There is no retail store that sells it. It is either innate or it is developed and influenced in our families. And so, one of the things I want to talk about, I got three points. Y'all know I like to come in three. So, I got three points. My first point is we have to get back to community somewhere along the way between then and now we have abandoned community for individualism now i'm not saying individuality cuz y'all know i'm a proponent of that i support individuality individuality refers to our uniqueness it refers to what makes us awesome as an individual individualism says i don't need nobody i got this i'm doing it's all about me myself and i It's about what I want, what I need, what I desire, what's in front of me. We don't care about anything else or anybody else. That's individualism. That is not the same as individuality. So I wanted to clarify that. And if you don't believe me, feel free to Google both those words and you will see the definitions are extremely different. However, we have traded community for self. Everything is about us. Even when you look at the things we post on social media, I'm protecting my peace. But what about everybody else's peace? So you're supposed to be the only happy person in your household. You ain't concerned about your kids, your man, the dog, nobody. It's just you. As long as you at peace, the hell with everybody else peace. We don't care about like, I I literally watched this little boy almost get hit by a car getting off the bus the other day. The two parents that was walking their kids across the street looked and kept going. That would not have happened when I was a, a little girl because we had community in our neighborhoods. We gave a damn about each other. If so-and-so husband lost his job, all the men, the few men, that's a whole nother story, another subject for another day, but the few men that we did have in the community, they would rally together, bring him money, bring his family food, encourage him to keep his head up, remind him that he is still a man. We don't have that no more. We don't have that no more. So-and-so lost his job. We all talking reckless about him, but that's what happened. She shouldn't have got with him. You know he can't. We don't have this in the community anymore. We see somebody, teenage daughter, you know what I'm saying, who who just out there doing her. We don't pull her up and say, hey, sis, like, you know, I need you to love yourself a little bit more. I know you was raised better than this. Whatever you're going through, you're better than this. No, we just talk about them. We just talk reckless about them. That We have lost community and we need to get that back. That is vital. Not just for who we are, but who our children are becoming. I need people. I need a village that's going to look out for my daughters when I cannot. Who's going to look out for me? Because guess what? I don't care how bad you are, or how much money you got. We're all going to need somebody one day because eventually you're going to get sick. You're going to get older. There are going to be things that you just can't do for yourself and you're going to wish you treated people better and that you had community. Our friendships don't last because we lack community. Our relationships are not lasting because we lack the mentality behind community. Nothing is about us. It's all about me. So that's why we don't mind walking away from people and walking away from friendships and relationships and connections because it's all about me. You're not concerned about how this is going to affect them, how this, you know what I'm saying, how this is going to make that person feel because it's all about you. We have got to change that. We have to give back to community. Damn, only got 15 minutes. I don't like this new format. Mel, tip, I don't like this new format. We're going back. All right, so anyway, let me speed this up. (laughs) My second point is we got to get back to community is one. And number two, we have to place our value and our worth in something that cannot be purchased. What do I mean by that? We need to value family. We need to value our health. We need to value our community. We need to value things that cannot be purchased or acquired that can't be repossessed. Okay. That can't be foreclosed. We have to place our value in the intangibles in the things that make us amazing. I was uh, talking to a friend of mine and he thought I had an attitude, but I really was just passionate because I was saying how, you know, we're building wealth, but we don't have anything of worth. If that makes sense to you. You know what I'm saying? We don't value family. We don't value relationships, connections, community. We have stuff and no substance. If y'all get what I'm saying. Like we we have possessions and no peace. Like it's, it's so much stuff that we can hold in our hands, but there's nothing that we hold in our hearts. There's nothing that we embrace and really honor. I remember growing up, like there was Sunday dinners on a regular basis in my family. I can't tell you the last time I, I, I've been to a Sunday dinner. I remember every summer there was a black family reunion somewhere. I can't tell you the last time I drove past an open park and saw black folks gathered with the matching t-shirts and the uncle with the slides on the grill. It just don't exist no more because we don't value those things. We don't value time. We don't value anything that can't be purchased anymore. And here's the thing, this is a little off script, but I need to say this and I don't care who comes to me because y'all be in my inbox with your BS, but I'm going to say it anyway. Everybody wants to pursue wealth and everybody all of a sudden wants to be a millionaire. Why? Tell me why you want to be a millionaire. I can tell you why, because it's trendy. Because there are plenty of people who make a very comfortable six figures and are extremely happy. They've probably never seen a million dollars at once and are extremely happy. I'm not saying don't pursue wealth. I'm not saying don't try to build wealth. I'm here for it because I want it for my kids. I want it for my legacy. But at the same time, I want to enjoy my life more than anything. And so if chasing millions is going to keep me away from memories and is going to keep me away from doing things with my family, that's not excellent. And I'm going to just go there real quick because I put this in my notes. So I'm going to just go there real fast. Many of our so-called self-made millionaires, and I'm not talking about Rihanna and Jay-Z and LeBron. I'm, 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 I'm going a little bit. I'm talking about the B, B and C class millionaires, if, you, if that makes sense. These social media influencers who charge you $1,000 for a masterclass to tell you the same shit that you can Google. You know why they're millionaires? Because they're robbing you. You are so like fixated on possessing millions that you literally turn off logic. You turn off like thinking for yourself and you believe that you can have the equivalent to their lifestyle simply because they said that they can teach you how to do it. Okay, they might be able to expose you to some of the methodologies and the tricks, but it don't mean that you're going to have that same success. And what you don't realize is the money that they're charging you for free information is why they can be millionaires because we are sheep minded enough to pay for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and again, going back to the article, all we have to do is put a subliminal promise of fame and success and money, and we will literally go and buy it. If somebody said, This glass of water, two sips out of this will make you a millionaire. Y'all be beating my ass to get to that glass of water. Because we have become obsessed with this desire to be wealthy and to be millionaires. And half of us are not even responsible with five figures. But you want six and seven figures. Why? Why? You don't take care of your kids with your five figures. What you need six and seven figures for? To buy your validation ornaments? Like, what do you need it for? And so again, let's stop trying to emulate the life that is not even for us because you're going to be exhausted and you're going to miss out on your life. And that ain't excellent. That is not excellent. And I'm just overseeing it. So I'm not trying to comfort nobody who's built a business on true integrity and real effort, but there are so many of them out there that have not. They literally take advantage of you. They shysters as we call them in New York. They're thieves. And then they get on social media and brag about having all of this wealth and being able to make these millions because you're robbing people. That is not excellent. That is not excellent. Oh, God, I got nine minutes. Okay. The other thing I wanted to say, my third point, I'm rushing, but I need y'all to abandon grind culture. I need y'all to abandon this grind culture. That's not excellent. Growing up, I remember my parents were home in time for family dinner. They knew how to cut the world and work off and tune into their family, to lock in to me and my siblings, to understand how our day was going, how was school, what projects do we have coming up? My dad, you know, made sure that he had time with me and my siblings every day to just talk to us about our feelings and our thoughts, what we're happy with, what we'd like to see change, because he made sure that work, did not keep him all day, every day. And listen, this is not a judgment, but a confession. Because for those of you who know me well, that was my problem. I worked all the time. It cost me a relationship with my oldest daughter. One of the reasons she decided to stay and live with her father in Maryland, opposed to moving here with me is because she said I work too much. She said, I don't want to live with mommy. Mommy works all the time. But her dad had mastered work-life balance. He knew how to cut the world off, cut work off, and be present with our daughter. And I failed at that. I can admit that I failed at that. It cost me my relationship. Same thing. But That's not the only reason, but you know what I'm saying. My relationship, he wasn't, my, my ex wasn't happy. New Beto, he's like, no, I'll shut that computer down. What you want is Keep You getting off. Okay. So I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Get off. Get offline. So I want us to like literally abandon the grind culture. Um, Think about the things that you can do with your time if you weren't always in that hustle mode. And listen, this show is called Hustle and Shine. And we're going to change it to Hustle Within Reason and shine all the time. Something, we're going to adjust it because we want to encourage and perpetuate a healthy lifestyle. And that grind culture is burning people out. I literally had to look up and say, why do I work so hard? I live extremely comfortable. If I were to reduce my my work efforts even a little bit, I'd have more time for the things I really say I want out of life. That's excellent living. Being able to go on family vacations with your children, that's living excellent. Being involved in your community and serving others, that's excellent. I was talking to um, my same buddy, my my homeboy, Jay Goodman. Shout out to Jared. Uh, And I was saying to him how many of us now live in homes that our grandparents only stepped foot in to clean or serve. We live in those homes and we're not grateful for them. We want more. We got to have a bigger house. We need a, a newer car. That's not excellent. Excellent is, living an excellent life and having black excellence is being able to step into a conference room and the white folks got to listen to you. That is something that my ancestors would be like, what? I remember my grandfather, before he passed, I was telling him how I had to do a presentation. He was like, well, who all is going to be there? I was like, you know, the VP, the CFO, the this, the that, the CIO, the CTO. He was like, these are white men? I said, yeah. He's like, and they got to listen to you? I said, Yeah. They have to listen to me. He couldn't believe it. He was like, wow, that's amazing. One, you're a woman. And two, you're a black woman. Never would have saw that. Because in my my grandfather's time, that would have never happened. So those are the things that make us excellent. I wish I had more time to really go through my notes. I have a ton of notes, y'all. Like, look at all of this. It's all for y'all. I did this for y'all. But unfortunately, with our new format... I gotta stop at thirty minutes. I got five minutes left, and I do want to engage with y'all. I see there is like sixty something comments over here, so I want to jump over, show y'all some love. I will do a part two because I really do want to dive into some of the deeper things that I had to say tonight. But I also want to respect how hard uh, Tiffany, our Phoenix, the Phoenix is working on really formatting this show and making it excellent. So I want to respect that. So let me come on over to the comments. See build. who in the building. Who here? Who is here with me? Uh, I should have put some glasses on. Hey tip I was just talking about you. Hey Phoenix, she says, I'm here. Thank you, cuzzo for being here, Danielle. Hello, beautiful. She is in the building. I see y'all laughing at me. I don't know what I said. They had y'all laughing, but it's cool. Wait a minute. Y'all better not be laughing at the cayenne pepper on my potato. That was trifling. I almost killed myself, I swear. Um Tiffany says, I'd rather catch the China bus. They fly too. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Hello, Diamond. Thanks for being here. She says, welcome back. It's a pleasure to be back. I wish I had more time because y'all know I'm a talker. I wish I had a little bit more time, but we're going to work on that. I'm going to get my whole life. I'm going to get my entire life. Tiara says, that would never happen. We looked out for each other. Come on. That part. We gave a damn about each other. People cared about other people. People cared about other people's children. And we just, we've lost that. We got stuff though, Tierra. We got stuff. Baby, we we got cars, okay? We got big houses and Birkin purses and, you know, trips to, to, to uh, Bali and all these other places. I don't know. But we don't know nothing going on with our kids. We don't know nothing happening with our spouse. But well, we got stuff. Look, that's not excellent. I said what I said. Tiffany says, the village got broken, but there are tribes forming and getting back to our roots. Come on, somebody. And the Diamond Riders is one of those tribes. Come on, join in this community. You will definitely have that tribe vibe here. Jessica says, building wealth, but nothing of worth. is facts. It's facts. We don't have it. We got all the, subs- all, the, all the things that can be held in our hands, but nothing else to show for it. So look, like I said, I had a lot more. I don't want to begin sharing and then have to cut myself off, but I really do want to hold myself accountable to a 30 minute show. I want to do better at, um, complying with what we're trying to build and not just changing the rules because of the queen pen. I definitely want to be uh, more focused and dedicated to the platform and what we're trying to do. But thank you all so much for being here tonight. I have more. So like I said, I will come back with more on this topic doesn't have to necessarily be a part of the series. But like I said, let's abandon that grind culture. Let's get back to community and abandon individualism, and let's value what cannot be purchased, what cannot be taken from us. That's our loved ones. That's our time with family and friends. That's the things that we've invested in ourselves. Those things are what makes us excellent. That is your magic. So that's all I got for y'all. No, that's not true. I have more, but that's all I'm going to share tonight. I hope y'all continue to hustle and shine. Good night.